What's up guys, Pablo here. I just wanted to let you guys know that um, we have a listener support segment. You can support the pod with as little as a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars, whichever amount you're comfortable with. Um, obviously the podcast doesn't have um, sponsors yet, but every every single dollar that you donate to the to the to the podcast is very helpful and helps us to create um, better episodes and create better content for you guys. So support the pod, um, help us man to create better episodes. Um, enough of that. Enjoy the episode. Two, one. Hey, hey guys. guys! Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabil. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, <laughs> NFL, <laughs> F1. Uh, beach, F1, <laughs> football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank Arsenal. you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. This is the third world perspective. Welcome back to NFL 101. My name is Pablo. I'm gassed, man. I'm gassed to be, to be doing NFL. It feels like the longest time um, since since I did uh, my mock draft. Um, if you guys didn't listen to my mock draft, please um, just go back and listen to my mock draft. Only two of, of the 32 players that I drafted made it um, made it in those positions. But basically, it's a very good mock draft, man. It has, it's very um, very intense, very exclusive, very... Um, basically, go listen to the mock draft. Uh, enough is enough with that. Um, this is NFL 101. Obviously, uh, I think this, this will be our, our first episode um, of the 2021 season. Um, now that we are done with the 2020 season, I think we were done with that before, but basically, this is our first episode. I'm rambling on. I don't know why I have a mask on, and yet I'm doing this podcast alone, and yet I'm indoors. But I'm, I'm, I love masks, man. So um, basically, the first topic, the, the first thing that we're going to talk about, um, just right here. Some people in Carl Massive. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate, and I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America, and they're truly doing incredible things, and I'm very excited to be a part of it to help in any way that I can, and I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Uh, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great day. Work hard. What's up, people? Now, that guy, that voice that you guys just heard, that is um, Las Vegas Raiders defensive lineman Carl Nassib. Carl Nassib obviously was drafted by the Cleveland Browns back in 2016. I think only played a few games there and was shipped somewhere else. He's now playing his football in Las Vegas for the Raiders. Now, Carl Nassib has come out revealing that he's gay. This is obviously, I, in 2021, it doesn't seem like controversial news, but as 
as late ago as 2014 it was very controversial to come out as an openly homosexual um, player in the national football league this is not news to anyone that is accustomed to the nfl this is actually very um it's 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 very normal for teams to cut um gay openly gay players um obviously nasib is not the first active nfl player to come out as gay uh, he is the first active but obviously other players have come out have come out um after after they have retired etc um nfl stars like david cope david cope obviously came out back as late ago as 1975 Um, Roy Simmons came out in 1992 after his NFL retirement ad- admitted in a 2003 interview that there was no way he would or would have done so while he was still playing professionally. He said, quote, the NFL has a reputation and it's not even a verbal thing, it's just known. He was speaking to the New York Times and he said, he went on to say, you guys are gladiators, you are male, you kick butt. Um, Michael Sam who is actually the latest um, when it comes to um, such a headline Michael Sam came out before being signed by the St. Louis Rams back then when the, the Rams were playing in St. Louis before moving to Los Angeles but it was in the 2014 NFL draft but he only played in the NFL preseason before he was cut from the roster Now NFL free agent Ryan, Ryan Russell came out as bisexual in 2019 um obviously he's a free agent now we'll see what 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 happens if there'll be any team that I will actually get to sign him but this is actually um I think the, the, for the first time we have seen a lot of support for Karl Nassib a lot of support from the gay community from current players as well um we have seen people like um Kamau Bell Kamau Bell obviously um a legend in the in the game say way to go Karl Nassib with a with a with a pride flag there um tweeting saying if you don't follow sports you may not realize how big this is for the NFL there will no doubt be a lot of acceptance and excitement but there's also going to be a lot of as a christian quote and some as a quote not that there's anything wrong with that quote and was so basically um there's really a lot of flack coming out um especially if anyone comes out as 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 either homosexual or bisexual and there's a lot of support that actually has been has been um out there for Karl Nasi but the moment obviously the LGBTQ community LGBTQ plus community is very proud um to have to have um personally I think I think I'll I'll, I'll because for me i'm a muslim and like I, i don't have basically a lot of a lot of information um obviously it's um I'll, 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 i think I'll, i'll actually refrain from commenting about this and i'll just give you guys the news because um according to my religion this um it's not acceptable and i i, I guess i'll get a lot of flack uh, for that and obviously uh, as well uh, I'm, i'm in africa still and like uh, also also in our culture also i think in most religions it's not but also in in culture in african culture also but i guess it's something that is very progressive um in the united states and obviously 33% of our audience should should know that because 33% of our audience is from the us basically um that's the news man a lot of a lot of current players came out in support you know giants running running backs akon buckley actually came out in a fail hall of fame quarterback Warren Moon also also came out it tweeted um quote really proud of Karl Nassib the first active football player to ever do so i played with several guys who were never comfortable enough to go public they were great teammates and obviously very talented so from what moon actually says is Karl Nassib is not the first gay player in the NFL they have actually been predecessors to of him um to him but um Nassib is actually the first one who has actually came out while he was playing Um the Chargers also um 
other NFL franchises, including the Chargers, were also supportive. The Raiders, obviously, very supportive. I'm tweeting, proud of you, Carl, with a black heart emoji. Basically, um, also got a statement from Commissioner NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell um, saying the NFL family is proud of Carl for courageously sharing his truth today. Representation matters. We share his hope that someday soon statements like like his will no longer be newsworthy as we march toward full equality for LG, the LGBTQ plus community. We wish Carl the best of luck this coming season. I wish I had, I had Caleb on this podcast because Caleb has actually came out and said a number of times that is actually homophobic um Caleb is a is a is a, is a member um that we host the third world perspective with but um that's just his opinion and everyone is entitled to his opi- to their opinion obviously like i said before i'll continue to reiterate this um we are kids in africa this is a different culture and obviously it's very difficult to understand because um um such things are like um the, i think i think the lgbtq community in africa is moving towards um advancing um towards progression um regarding to to homosexuality and acceptance and obviously discrimination on basically are not for that but this is actually a lot to take in but um it takes a lot of guts which we have to give kalnasib for coming out while while currently playing it takes a lot of guts um obviously um since since it's 2021 and is some sort of anomaly obviously he has gotten a lot of a lot of commendation and a lot of good um, wishes basically from everyone involved in and around football but like um it takes a lot of guts man so um that's all i'm going to say about Carl nasib but i move I'm, i'll move to the to matters that are actually pressing matters that are actually closer to the field matters that are actually closer to football man i'm gassed for this anyone in green bay stand up come on yeah man so basically um aaron rogers the NFL MVP 2020 is actually offended. Obviously, he he went he went on a, on on that show. Obviously, that's been about golf, but wearing that shirt saying I'm offended. He was he was on there with with Tom Brady. Basically, Aaron Rodgers has not shown up um to OTAs. He has not shown up to mini camp. He has not shown up anywhere. And like I think the 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 the, the fine is upwards of ninety three thousand dollars um for 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 a day missed um. In mandatory mini camp so basically um he thinks obviously it, it, it feels like he has been disrespected in green bay um G- green bay gm brand good good i think you guys you guys need basically to talk um to so, to get this situation over and done with obviously um there's a, there's a lot of conversation about where aaron Rodgers will play his football come the fall it's going to be very difficult for him to get a trade away from green bay um we know the the situation that um that basically is in and around the NFL with most people looking for him to get that trade to Denver we'll see if that happens i really doubt it will because Denver actually have have it locked down with, with actually two quarterbacks we know Drew Lock is still in the building we st- we know that they traded um for um Teddy Bridgewater from Carolina so that's a situation there but obviously Aaron Rodgers is far ahead of these two quarterbacks we'll see if that will go down but i i highly doubt it with with the, with the amount of dead money that's involved obviously um when it gets to i think um um after obviously today is 30th but after june 1st it's 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 um the dead money will be split between this year and and, and next year but um 
it's going to be very difficult for him to get a trade away and i know green bay fans should be should, should be very enthusiastic about that they should be very positive about that but basically everyone involved in the nfl wants this to actually get sorted out they need to get that front that front office um they, that front office needs to actually sit down with their number one qb uh a, a qb who is actually a future hall of famer they need to get this sorted out and get aaron Rodgers back to the table back to the team actually in mini camp and ready for preseason but basically um Aaron Rodgers actually said that his beef with the Packers is about the people at the organization. Quote, it is about the people. Um, Green Bay have actually lost in NFC in the NFC Championship game for the for the past two years, obviously two straight years in a row now, and um, they they drafted a corner in the first round. Um, obviously this year in, in 2021 they drafted a corner in the first round. Um, Eric Stokes from Georgia. Obviously it is understandable considering that they they still have Kevin King. Um, was absolutely terrible in that NFC Championship game against the Bucks. Um, but this is the ninth time in their last ten first round picks um, that they have they have addressed their defense instead of actually um, picking a, an offensive player to to help Aaron Rodgers on that side of the ball. Most people are, were actually asking for them to to draft a wide receiver. But at at um, I think the, I think they drafted at number 20, 26, 29, I think it was yeah. Yeah, I think I think they dotted at 29th. At 29th, um, very good wide receivers had actually come off the board. Obviously, Jamache is going in the top 10. Obviously, um, Kadarius Tony going at, at 20 to the to New York to play with the Giants, and obviously Rashad Bateman, a wide receiver that actually Green Bay actually really liked a lot, um, getting off the board at 27 to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, also, the the obviously, like I said, um, nine times out of ten first round picks, they have addressed the defense. The one time that they didn't address the the defense, the one time that they addressed the offense was last year, 2020. Obviously, these guys drafted um, a quarterback um to actually compete man or to actually um replace aaron Rodgers, a quarterback that is jordan love obviously um jordan love is actually um favored by the bookies to be um qb1 um to start in week one so um we'll see how that goes but obviously um but um basically parker's fans man you i know i know parker's fans will not will not like um obviously um this um um Aaron Rodgers not starting week one, but uh, Matt Lafleur, the, the 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 head coach, has actually told Jordan Love to prepare like the starter, and obviously the um, team opens training camp July 27th, and that's I think a month away. Basically, it's it's the situation in Green Bay is mad. Um, the situation in Green Bay, as a fan who is actually um, following the NFL from thousands and thousands of miles away, I don't even know why you guys are listening to, the, to this pod, but I'm glad that you're listening. But as a fan who is looking at the, at this situation, I think um, basically that front office is shambles and, and they need to get their stuff in order. Obviously, the amount of disrespect that Aaron Rodgers is feeling. Obviously, we have seen um, quarterbacks actually, this is the most important position in football. We have seen quarterbacks actually have a say in their franchise. Franchises. We have seen Tom Brady do that, do that to the Bucks. We have seen Patrick Mahomes do that to the Chiefs. Obviously, these guys are very talented. Aaron Rodgers is actually higher up on that list. Um, he's actually the closest competition to Tom Brady um, when, when you speak of that generation. And like we have seen it also with Russ Wilson in Seattle. So um, they need they need to actually get this situation solved. They need to get Aaron Rodgers back on the table. They need to actually get him back within the franchise. They need to ask him what. Um, he needs 
what he needs them to do um, to actually um, get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers has only one Super Bowl and obviously he has, be, he has been loyal to Green Bay and like that's not enough man so they need they need they need to get this stuff sorted out they need to get this shit sorted out um so it has been 19 years since they actually took a receiver in the first round going back to um javon walker in 2002 and aaron Rodgers wasn't even drafted back then they only drafted amari rogers obviously in the third round in in back in april um uh, yeah it, yeah the third round yeah i um obviously the third round was happened on saturday um, he's a wide receiver from Clemson. He has been actually very good. Um, I think in OTAs also and, and rookie minicamp as well. But um, the thing that we've seen from Green Bay basically is David Bakhtiari actually chugging beers at, at, at Bucks um, game one against Atlanta in the NBA. Uh, yeah, man. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers has, has also a history of, of competing with Bakhtiari when chugging beers. But like basically, Green Bay needs to sort this shit out. Um, the second thing that the third thing that we're going to talk about obviously time is flying very fast and I want to wrap this up I don't want this to be as longer than it needs to be is the Cleveland Browns these guys are absolutely mad these guys have actually murdered the off season these guys have actually murdered um, basically um, their roster is actually at the moment on paper I think I think for me it's the best roster in the NFL on paper um, the second roster that comes to mind after the Browns is the Bucks one, and then after that the Saints offense. The Saints, not the Saints roster, basically, but the um, the Browns roster is absolutely mad. Um, obviously, they ha- they still have Odell Beckham Jr. who is coming back, who is actually one of the most dynamic players on a football field. He was actually looking great in practice. Um, Browns mandatory mini camp. Odell underwent surgery in November, a torn ACL in his left knee. And obviously, this is the um, Baker Mayfield. Obviously, um, the quarterback there he has actually shown a little bit of improvement, getting the Browns to their to, uh, to, to their first playoffs in 25 years. Last season, and um, the last time these guys played in the playoffs was 1996. Baker Mayfield was seven and three in his final 10 starts last season, including playoffs, throwing for 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. The Browns had 408 points total last season, most by Cleveland since 1960. 64. And these guys have added on to that. Obviously, they have added they have added um, defensive additions that I'm actually going to throw out there. They have added defensive end Jadavion Clowney, who is actually a former a former number one overall pick. They have added Takarist McKinley, also a defensive end. Um, these guys are actually um, teaming up with one of the best defensive tackles, basically one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL, uh, Miles Garrett. Who is actually a monster? Who is basically physically built? I think Jadavion Clowney said he was the best um, physically built um, teammate that he has he has actually played with. I think um, I think a lot of a lot of questions rose when, when he said that, but basically he is absolutely right. Uh, Miles Gra- Miles Garrett is a madman. He's a very good player. I like him on the defensive side of the ball. I think the Browns are a contender this season. They also added Anthony Walker, who is a linebacker. They drafted Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa as a linebacker drafted a cornerback in Greg Newsom Hill the second um not Newsom Hill Greg Newsom um is a cornerback and um, they drafted him in the first round man so um they have uh, they have 
um, brought in a few additions, including safety John Johnson the third, who actually made that move from the Los Angeles Rams. Um, he's, he was actually a signal caller, defensive signal caller for the Rams. They have added also Troy Hill, a quarter, uh, a, a cornerback. I'm sorry about that. They've also um, added a defensive tackle, Malik Jackson. I think basically, um, considering what they have on offense with Odell Beckham Jr. coming back and basically with one of the best running back duos in, in the NFL with um, players like Kareem Hunt, man, players like, uh, man, basically the Browns are a very good side and like, uh, I think I think the Browns will be very scary this season. I think the first game that the Browns actually play is um, co- considering the, the 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 schedule is the Chiefs, and obviously obviously their first game of the season last season was was um, in Baltimore against the Ravens. But this will actually be very exciting considering the Chiefs actually had to beat them um, to get to the AFC Championship game, and they. That's that, that you guys remember that that was the game that Patrick Mahomes was actually concussed and it was very close and like Chad Henney um with the ball came into um, the ball was actually put in Chad Henney's hands and he was asked to guide them basically to the AFC Championship um game which which he uh, which he did but like um the Browns are coming the Browns are are, are, are really nice and this actually um brings us to the Kansas City Chiefs um obviously Travis Kelsey um going um basically hitting the headline saying that um quote i think the browns and chiefs are definitely neck and neck um obviously there's a lot of questions on that and like most people speaking about the nfl won't agree but i think travis kelsey is very right and the chiefs would would be very stupid not to be wary of the Cleveland Browns, considering the amount of the amount of um, players that they have, considering they have one of the best offensive lines in the in the NFL, they have they have definitely one of the best defensive lines in the NFL as well. Um, it would be very it would be very silly for, for for the Kansas City Chiefs not to take the Browns seriously. Most people are, are backing the Browns to be the the AFC contender um, for for the for the Chiefs, but also as a Raven fan. I think most people are under, underestimating the, the the firepower that um, Baltimore Ravens have, but um, I'll speak about that later. Now the Kansas City Chiefs, they have uh, the Mahomes actually came out and said that um, the only thing that is the only record that is focused on breaking is the 20 and 0 record. Basically, Patrick Mahomes not only wants to go unbeaten in the regular season, but in the playoffs as well. This has never been done. Patrick Mahomes is actually um, coming out for coming out for everyone. Now um, the Chiefs are 38 and 10 in their last three seasons, at least 12 wins each season. Um, they were 14 and 2 in the regular season last season. Um, they were AFC West champions and obviously AFC champions. But Mahomes was obviously. Um, is obviously their queen, man. Is um, when it comes to playing chess, is uh, obviously the the most important piece in this in this franchise. Now the Chiefs have made the FC Championship game in the last three years. They have won it twice and go to the Super Bowl the twice. But the Browns got their first playoff since 1994, 19 since 1994. Um, actually that was that was 27 years. I'm sorry about that. Not, not 25. Um, not 27 years. So basically. The Browns, the Browns are, are for real this time. And 1988-1989 was the last time the Browns got to consecutive playoffs. 
um i can i can actually say that it would be it would, um it would be it would be very disappointing if the browns didn't get to the playoffs again this year considering the amount of additions that they have considering um the amount of quality that they have and like um this this will be the first time that um the um, Baker Mayfield will not be learning a new playbook. Um, obviously, he has, um, he has played for four different head coaches in his first three seasons in the league, and Kevin Stefanski is still in the building. And like, the Browns are for real. But um, just speaking of man, the Chiefs, the the Chiefs regular season schedule. When you're talking about the 20 and 0 mindset, obviously the first week they are playing the Browns, the second week they are playing the Ravens, the third they are going to LA, they're basically um at Arrowhead playing the Chargers, the fourth they are going to basically in Philly to play the Eagles, the fifth Bills. The sixth week they're playing Washington, obviously in Washington, one of the best defenses in the NFC, one of the most interesting defenses, one of the most exciting defenses in the NFC. The Titans next in Tennessee week 7, the Giants in week 8 and week 9 they're playing the Packers. Basically the Chiefs want to beat all these teams and obviously um, there's, there's no denying the amount of quality that they have but I think 20 and 0 is a little bit of a stretch. Um, I have I have entire I have full trust in Patrick Mahomes, but I think that they they need they need a lot more than just their offense to go 20 and 0. They'll need they need a lot of things to actually go their way, including um, lack of injuries because injuries can can actually destroy seasons. Um, injuries can actually um, make a make a Super Bowl run, you know. So um, they need a lot of things to go their way. They need their defense to step up. Obviously, their defense is absolute shambles. Um, except players like Chris Jones, they're they're nice. Obviously, they have they have actually sent Bashad Brilliant to Minnesota. Um, their cornerback. And obviously they've added a little, a few pieces in and around there um, in their defense, but they need, they, they, their defense need to, needs to step up. It's not always going to be Patrick Mahomes bailing the Kansas City Chiefs out. And um, I'm, I, I can't wait for the season. I can't wait to see if, the, if this happens. I, I highly doubt it will. And like um, their first defeat could even come in week one. But like obviously if there's one player you shouldn't and there are two players in the NFL you shouldn't underestimate it's Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and like uh, let's see let's see let's let's see how, how how this happens obviously um like I just said Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are players you shouldn't underestimate and Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are the only two players that have ever covered the mud they have, that have ever been on the Madden cover twice now Madden 22 um the cover actually came out a few weeks ago for the first time in 3 years the the Madden cover has not featured a regular season MVP. I was highly expecting that Aaron Rodgers would be on the cover. I even tweeted out when they came out with the, with the trailer of two go- with the, the trailer um, with two goats. I I thought basically it would be Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but I was wrong and like I was also a little bit cautious because I had had uh, I had had news that um, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady had actually um, been um, pictured at a at a photo shoot together. So um, I was I was cautious, but like I was I was actually I, th- I guess in, ma- in most ways I was hoping that it was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady because Aaron Rodgers basically does not um, he, he does not actually get the amount of respect that he deserves. Stephen A. Smith, obviously very popular on ESPN, he has said multiple times that he thinks Aaron Rodgers is the most talented um, quarterback that he's ever seen. Um, but on the Madden cover in 2021, Madden 2020, Madden 22, we have Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady on the cover. Now, um, 
basically Aaron Rodgers I'd make a case for him because he was better than Brady and Mahomes last year but um, these guys obviously made, made made it to the Super Bowl these guys obviously um, Aaron Rodgers um, obviously Aaron Rodgers no one calls him um, the goat I think I think a few people do but like not most people agree that he's, he's the goat but like the popularity that Patrick Mahomes has and people calling him the baby goat and and um, Tom Brady also also being the goat basically um, I think this made sense for for Madden and these players are actually more marketable than Aaron Rodgers is um, so that's what it is basically um I, I asked caleb and caleb if you're listening to this episode man I've, i asked caleb um to bring Madden 22 to ikonyero obviously i'm in nairobi right now but like in ikonyero in kakamega um basically we don't we don't have Madden anywhere and like um caleb i would really appreciate it if you actually bought Madden 22 it's only uh, i guess it's only a hundred dollars which is i think ten thousand shillings in kenya which is a lot of money but like i'll i'll, I'll play man I'll, um I'll, that's the only game that i'll be playing obviously um you you, uh, you usually get to k every single year man but we need Madden as well um but basically <laughs> questions have been asked um whether the Bucks will get to the Super Bowl, obviously um, they have returned all 22 starters on both sides of the ball. Chris Godwin, we know he's back. Gronk is back. Shaquille Barrett is back. Lavante David is back. Leonard Fournette is back. Ndamu Kong Su is back. Ryan Sarkop is back. Antonio Brown is back. The Bucks are back. Basically, it's going to it's going to be very difficult in the NFC. The only challenger that we can see in the with this, um, I think a, a lot also needs to happen um, to go their way for this to happen. And and, and this is why I think um, the NFC East will be a very interesting division to watch out for this year. Is I think the I think the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Basically, I think, they, I think I'm not saying I'm not saying they'll get to the NFC Championship game, but I think I think they'll be back this year. I think that I think obviously the Saints um, are in and around there. I also think um, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, obviously they're in and around there. But the Bucks, basically, I think I think they're the, the favorites to get to to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, it will depend if the Chiefs st- step up. I don't think the Chiefs will make it to the Super Bowl next year. I, I'm sorry, I just don't think they will. I don't. I, I just don't. Think they have enough weapons on defense to actually do that but um obviously not ruling out patrick mahomes but i think the the afc is actually more competitive this year than it actually was last year and i think um i think actually the super bowl actually gave gave the rest of the league a recipe to stop the chiefs but obviously they have a, they have a very good offense and obviously eric bnm is still in, is still in that building and no one comes up with with better schemes than um the Kansas city chiefs but basically the bucks the bucks are legit the bucks are coming back um obviously they also they also drafted of outside linebacker joe tryon out of washington in the first round which means their defense has only gotten better i'm considering players like jpp jpp is 34 years old um so this actually adds another another arsenal another 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 weapon to the arsenal that is the bucks pass rush the bucks are legit man the bucks are coming back obviously they still have tom brady um obviously it um is 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 is, is actually getting paid 50 million dollars um, over the two years that is that he, he will stay um in tampa bay um tom brady has actually been very vocal 
um, in the in the in the off season. He has actually been basically everywhere, I guess, because um, obviously he was like like he said previously, um, he was he was um, speaking um, on that golf show. I think Capital One. I think it was. Yeah, I think I think it was. Um, speaking obviously with Aaron Rodgers on that and um, being um, being the guy that he is. He has actually um, let a lot of people into his life, which most people have been asking: Is that the Patriots' way or or, or Brady's way um, that actually brought him brought him success? Um, I think I, I think I think his mentality actually sets him apart, and I think obviously the Patriots' way is um, a lot to do with Bill Belichick. But like um, Tom Brady is Tom Brady still, and like he has he, um, he was on the shop as well. Um, the shop obviously on HBO. He was also on James Corden. He was also on James Corden. Um, Tom Brady has actually has actually been ev- almost everywhere regarding to media. Um, talking obviously he's still is still on a high after 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 that Super Bowl win, and like um, the Bucks will look will look to actually maintain the standard. But uh, obviously Tom Brady um, he was quoted saying um, um, he was quoted saying um, you, you you decided to keep that motherfucker or something 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 along that line. Um, obviously ESPN ESPN and like everyone. Um, was actually censoring that and saying MFA. But like um we can cast on the third world perspective, man. We can cast on the third world perspective. Um so basically um it seems like um people have been trying to guess all over all over the league that um who who, who Tom Brady was talking about and I think Rich Stein um Rich Stein had a had a very interesting take um and he actually says he actually thinks that it's the Tennessee Titans um who obviously um as a follow-up maverick cutter actually I, I think it was maverick cutter who actually who actually followed up and, and told him like um you weren't even excited about going to that team but the fact that they said no um actually pushed uh, actually pushed tom brady so basically um this is a tom brady obviously is a guy that obviously always has that chip on his shoulder he's a guy that obviously is the god for a reason um he's he's is is a madman man that guy but like um i think i think rich stein had a very good theory where um i think i think um tom brady at some point i think in 2019 it was um him and um edelman i think i think they, i think they, they were at a, they were at a certain game um and like they were they, they were they were they were they were video called basically by 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 titans um gm and like I think at some point the Titans wanted to wanted Tom Brady, but I think the call actually um, got um, a little bit later. They, they actually got the the call actually got to. Um, I think we we will we'll stay with Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is our guy, and like I don't think we're going to go with Tom Brady. So I think I think that that actually got to him, and it's a it's a theory that actually makes a lot of sense. Obviously, there have been shouts for um, Las Vegas Raiders Derek Carr. Derek Carr, obviously, um, a teammate of Carl Nassib, who actually actually came came in support of him um, as well. But like. It doesn't make sense because um, Tom Brady actually wants to play, wanted wanted to play in the East. He didn't basically want to go west and play his football in the west. 
and obviously the Raiders um, basically they, they, they don't have a roster that that can actually challenge um, to go, uh, challenge for the Super Bowl. We know the Titans actually can if they get their defense in order because their offense is mad um, with such weapons like obviously Julio Jones is is in there right now, but like they had AJ Brown and Derrick Henry. These are obviously the amount of weapons that they have, and they have a very good offensive line as well. So basically yeah yeah it, it, the titans actually seems like a very good theory from rich stein and i actually like that theory better than the las vegas raiders um theory and Derek Carr theory I, I had cleveland but i guess i guess uh, i guess um tom brady has a very good relationship with with um baker mayfield so um that was quickly rolled out on twitter because i tweeted it and like basically basically no one was going for it and like yeah i, I didn't know that but like psh, yeah it makes sense it makes sense um the tennessee situation um obviously like like i just mentioned passing by julio jones is now playing um his football in tennessee it's going to be very it's going to be very different in tennessee because um defenses will, will actually um, have a very big problem they'll actually decide um in which um how to how to cover how to cover the titans because they they have aj brown they have it's actually running routes coming inside they have play action and like they have derrick henry actually rushing the ball from the backfield so it's, it's going to be very scary in tennessee and i think it's going it's going to, it's going to be a very interesting division the afc south obviously the Colts have dominated this, this division in the past i don't know how long um obviously the titans have been have been in and around there but it's going to be very interesting this season to watch the titans play obviously as a ravens fan the the rivalry that is creeping up with the titans i'll also um like to see that and how that goes on but it's going it's going to be very interesting man this um this this season and i can't wait i can't wait for the season man obviously it's in the fall um i'm excited um obviously like i'll, I'll just mention the the situation with justin fields up there in chicago this guy was actually drafted 11th which i cannot stand which i can I, for myself i can't believe that he was drafted 11th Justin Fields is a very good quarterback. Justin Fields was actually came out of high school. One A, um, one B was Trevor Lawrence, and we, we all know that Trevor Lawrence went number one to the Jacksonville Jags, and we are all expecting Trevor Lawrence to actually start week one. In my mock draft, I actually Pablo's mock draft. You guys can go back and listen to the episode. Um, in my mock draft, I actually had um, Justin Fields going number two to the New York Jets. I was madly wrong. I decided to go against the status quo. Obviously, everyone's mock draft had um, Zach Wilson going number two to the New York Jets, which um, is actually what happened. But I actually thought that. Um, Robert Saleh, the head coach, would actually be, be actually smarter than that and actually get a quarterback that is very ready to play and a quarterback that is that has something to prove. Uh, but I think I think Justin Fields will be very successful. I I don't I think um he'll be very successful in the NFL. I can't say that he'll be very successful in Chicago because the problems with Chicago are still there. Obviously, with that weak ass offensive line, that's mad. Um, we'll see how that happens. But the situation that actually came out, which is mad, um, is that Matt Nagy insists that um Andy Dalton will start with Kwani. He actually said this in June, and the season starts in September. September, which is absolutely fucking mad and Bears fans cannot understand what is what is going on um, in their city um, 
Justin Fields is a player that can actually turn the Bears into perennial, perennial playoff contenders for the first time since Mike D, since Mike Ditka. Uh, obviously, the Mike Ditka era in the in the late in the 80s and the early 90s. That's mad, man. And like, if that's if if it's a question that most if ask be any Bears fans who starts week one, most Bears fans will actually tell you that Justin Fields should start week one. Justin Fields actually um, was very humble, came out saying that, um, quote, I'm going to trust Coach Nagy and the whole coaching staff here to develop me and make me the best QB I can be. Obviously, the offensive line, they have tried to address that. I don't know if it's better. We'll see in the in the preseason. Um, we'll also see, obviously, in the regular season when week one, week one rolls around. Um, obviously, the player that I'm excited about on the offensive line is Steven Jenkins, a player that they drafted, who is actually going to line up at left tackle. Um, obviously, Allen Robinson, the second is back. They actually have got him on, a, on the franchise tag. But basically, the bear situation, if I'm coach Matt Nagy, if I'm basically Adam Gaze, I'll actually pressure my coach. Obviously, Adam Gaze, the general manager, he's actually, he's, he's, he needs to keep his job. But basically, if I'm both those guys... Um, Obviously, they, they say that they say that um, they want to to go the Chiefs Mahomes way. Obviously, Mahomes sat out for that first year with um, the comeback player of the year, Alex Smith, actually throwing the football for them. Um, but at, I think at some point, at some point, um, Justin Fields will actually will actually will actually throw the football for the Chicago Bears in this season. But if that whether that's week one will um is still wait um is still um to be said is still will have just have will just have to wait and see but basically if 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 it were me um i'm starting i'm starting justin fields in week one i'll actually baptize him by fire um basically yeah um andy dalton is andy dalton obviously playing with the dallas cowboys last season i'll speak about the dallas cowboys next andy dalton is still andy dalton i don't think special um yeah we'll see man we'll see man but there's a lot there's a lot of stuff going on um but for me i'm starting justin fields the one um as, but for me um i actually commend the bears because um drafting i'm actually moving up a few spots obviously adam gaze likes to move to move up a few spots we have seen him do, do this before but actually moving up a few spots to actually get justin fields and getting that move done with the new york giants is a very good move I, I, in my mock draft i also had the giants moving back but i didn't have them moving as far back as 20 but like going up to 11 and getting justin fields is a very good move and i think chicago bears should be very excited um i think obviously they go to the to the playoffs last season they were very unlucky to to get knocked out by the by the saints the saints were mad that game um but yeah and the bears are, ter- are very poor but like um the bears the bears the bears will actually they, they actually have a very good shot here of having a very good franchise quarterback of having that that can actually get them challenging again obviously the nfc north is a is a division that has been dominated by the green bay packers um a lot man so in in, in recent years ever since they've had aaron Rodgers, this is exciting to see um if justin fields will play i'm excited man I can't wait for the I can't wait for the season, but I'm I'm going to talk about um the team the teams to beat in NFC East because I can't just narrow it down um to one team. Obviously, 
the NFC East, most people are saying it's it's Washington's division. Um, obviously, they won the division. They won the division seven nine, <laughs> which is mad because the NFC East was very poor last season. Um, the Washington the Washington team they won it seven nine. Um, the New York Giants were second. They they, they had they, 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 they their end was like six ten. Um, the Cowboys six ten. Um, Philly four eleven and one. Um, Philly, for me, Philly, Philly are still the, Philly are still the the the, the worst team uh, in this division. Even though um, they, they 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 don't have Doug Peterson, um, who is who is actually who has actually left the franchise and their and their their so-called franchise quarterback Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is now playing his will now play his football in Indianapolis with the Colts. Um, comes come the fall, but obviously right now it's Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, a quarterback that they drafted in the second round last year. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I actually like his personality. I think he's a winner. I think he has a very strong arm. I think um, his athleticism is there for to be seen. Um, but um, his football quality, I think, will get better with experience. I like Jalen Hurts. I think the, the the Eagles will be smart enough to actually stick with Jalen Hurts. But um, obviously. The the, the Eagles added Heisman Trophy winner Devonta Smith in the draft. They also added Alabama center London Dickerson and Memphis running back Kenneth Gainwell. Um, Sirianni, obviously, this is um, his first head coach job in the NFL. Um, it does not come with a lot of experience. I think they'll they'll struggle a lot this season. Obviously, um, they have a quarterback that obviously I think last season. Um, he played. He played very few games, but he also played under Carson Wentz and Carson, a Carson Wentz that was very troubled. A Carson Wentz that um, basically his mind was. Um, I, I, I'd say um, a Carson Wentz that was actually figuring out his situation in Philly, but like. The, the Eagles don't know what they have at the moment. We don't know what the Eagles have at the moment. Nick Sirianni, this is Nick Sirianni's first job at head coach. He has been criticized. Um, I think it was in March, I think it was he, has, he was criticized for saying that he actually um, plays rock, paper, scissors or something with, with, with his players to determine if they are competitive enough or something like that. Um, he has actually... Um, we'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if he's successful. Um, but he has actually assembled the youngest staff in the NFL. Um, we don't know if that's a plus because um, that's ca- that comes with inexperience. Although that comes with innovation, it comes with inexperience. We'll see if that if that pans out um, in Philly. Um, I actually think the team that the, the, that people should watch out. I think there are two teams for people to watch out in the NFC East. This was the most boring division. This was the worst division in in football last year. Um, the team that the teams that people should watch out are the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys in this division. I don't think Washington will do enough, man, because um, obviously their defense is elite. But like um, Washington, um, the, the, basically their defense ranked fourth in points allowed and second in yards allowed. Psh, mad. Um, their offense ranked 25th in points and 30th in yards last season. Um, I don't think they've added a, they've added enough. Obviously, they have players like Terry McLaurin, who is very explosive, who is very dynamic, a very good player. is actually a weapon for them. Um, they also um, 
added wide receiver Curtis Samuel, they drafted wide receiver Diami Brown. Um, they added also offensive linemen, including Samuel Cosme from Texas. Um, he's a player that they actually drafted. Charles Leno Jr. who signed for them and guard Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers was playing with some other team. I think it was. I forget the team that he was playing, but like. <laughs> Their offense, their offense is not scary at all. And like, um, obviously, they've added Fitzmagic as well. Uh, Fitzmagic is 16 years played now in the in the NFL, um, and this is his ninth franchise, which does not speak well, man, for him. Um, considering his resume, obviously, he was playing his football with the Miami Dolphins last season. The Miami Dolphins actually got a winning season, but barely just. Um, obviously, the Miami Dolphins crashing out, missing, uh, crashing out to the Bills, man, in that monstrous game towards the later end of the season. But like, I'm not impressed by the Washington um, football team, not at all. Um, basically, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick has, has never led a team to the postseason. I think that's that's very notable. People should should not overlook that. Um, I don't think I don't think I don't think I think he'll start week one, but I don't think he is actually the the quarterback that um, Washington. Um, Heineke he played really well against the Bucks in the playoffs. I liked the fact that um, he is very um, determined. He, he has that um, winner winners mentality. I like that a lot. I think Chase Young who is um, a very good player. Um, actually believes that he is the quarterback um, to lead this um, this this franchise. Um, I obviously Taylor Heineke. Um, he is not. Um, he is not. He's not that. Um, he's not a player that that actually comes with a lot with a lot of commendations with a with a very impressive resume. But I think um, the Washington football team will be very smart to put the ball in Heineke's hands um, rather than Fitzpatrick. But like the like the New York Giants. Um, I think the Giants, the Giants might might either might either win it or like just fall short um, to the Dallas Cowboys. But the Giants' offense ranks 31st last season. They have gone ahead to improve that. They have added weapons in free agency, like obviously wide receiver Kenny Golladay, who has, was actually tearing it up in Detroit with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford now playing his football in LA with the Rams. Um, they have added John Ross. They have added a tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Um, they've also added Devontae Booker, who is a running back, and obviously they drafted Kadarius Tony at 20 in the NFL draft. They also have Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley back, Barkley, Saquon Barkley back. Saquon Barkley is a very good running back, and you guys will remember Saquon Barkley because of how explosive he is and how patient he is in the running game. One of the best running backs when healthy in the I think in the I'll, I'll go ahead to say in the NFL, not just the NFC. Yeah, and obviously there have been questions about the all line with the Giants. Um, they got rid of Kevin Zeitler. Kevin Zeitler, I think, um, um, is playing for the Ravens at the moment. Yeah, I think so. But like, that's the only question when it comes to the Giants. And this is why I think I think the Giants will just fall a little bit short. Um, to the Cowboys. The Cowboys, this is why the Cowboys, basically, I'm touting the Cowboys to win this division. Dak Prescott is absolutely fucking back. Dak Prescott is a madman. He's a very good quarterback. I like Dak Prescott a lot. Obviously, um, he is he is the leader in this franchise. This is actually the most expensive franchise in sports, the most valuable franchise in sports. Dak Prescott is back for them. Um, they have a new defensive coordinator in Dan Quinn. 
Um, they also signed low-cost free agents um, in Brent Urban, Keanu Neal, Tarell Basham. They also um, they they also added um, on the on the defensive side of the ball. They, their first six picks were on the defensive side of the ball. Most notably, Micah Parsons, who is a linebacker from Penn State, in the first round. Um, the offensive lineman problems last year. Um, obviously, um, which led to Doug Prescott actually hurting his ankle, which was disastrous, man. I think in week six, I think, yeah, week six or week four, I'm not, I think so. Um, but it was very early last season, they played most of that season with Andy Dalton throwing the ball. They played most of that season with Andy Dalton under center. I think they'll be, they'll be better this season. They've addressed the defense, which is actually which is um which is very important uh, which is actually the thing that i think will set will set but i think they'll have a winning this season they'll have a winning season this year um i think the offensive lineman problems have been, have been um have been addressed somewhat and and they'll be very positive going into preseason because um dark said the most important players to him are tyron smith zach martin La- and lael collins smith played two games last year um, Martin played 10, Collins played 0 games and 3 of these players on the offensive line will be back. Basically the Cowboys America's team will be back for you guys in the NFC. I think I, th- I think they'll they'll get to the playoffs this year. I think they'll be competitive this year if they actually stay healthy if most of the player most of their players actually stay healthy but um just to wrap this up i'll mention the, the baltimore ravens my team i can't end the pod without mentioning the baltimore ravens the, um obviously we went out and, and and got um a player that i'm very excited about rashad bateman at number 20 at 27 we um after that trade with the kansas city chiefs obviously we've lost a few players um we have lost orlando brown jr who was actually playing right tackle um he wanted to play left tackle um according to um gm edc eric de costa um, and that's why that's why this move actually made made sense for them. Obviously, the Chiefs have lost have lost their offensive line. Um, players like Eric Fisher are not in that building anymore, and like um, they have revamped basically that offensive line. We'll see if if those guys can can protect Mahomes. But one thing that I know for sure is Orlando Brown can and absolutely will protect Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's a very good um, tackle. Obviously, a Pro Bowl tackle. Um, but the Ravens, the Ravens are, are nice. I like the Ravens a lot. Um, obviously, we have added, um, like I said, at 31, we have added 27. At 27, um, Rashad Bateman. At 31, we have we added Jason Odafe Owe. I think in the second round we drafted Ben Cleveland. We so basically we also drafted another pass catcher in Tyler Wallace and. Tylan Wallace is a player that I'm also excited about who can actually play wide receiver 4, wide receiver 3, depending on how good he is and depending on injuries and s- such types of things. And also, we also added Ben Mason in the later rounds at the Titan to help Mark Andrews um, when it comes to pass blocking and catching the ball. Um, basically, I'm excited about the Ravens. I'm excited about the Ravens a lot. I think the Ravens are a team that are usually very underrated. I think the Ravens are a team that most people usually don't um, consider when we're speaking about NFL teams that could be uh, that could actually be contenders. 
but I'm excited about the Ravens. I think the Ravens are coming back. I think the Ravens will be very competitive this year. I think the Ravens will be very competitive in the off season. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson, he was um, he didn't have a lot of weapons last season. Um, he, he only threw um, basically 64. He had only a pass completion a percentage of 64.4%, which 64.4% uh, completion percentage is mad. It was last. It was um last last season 64.4 completion percentage um mad man um it was it was basically in terms of i think in terms of um yards no i think i think it was 27th in the nfl last season 64.4 percent completion percentage it was it was 27th in the nfl not last yeah not last but in the the where where the the ravens offense ranked last is um yards per game and they had 182 yards per game last season that was last in the nfl obviously the ravens are a run heavy offense um they have lost players like mark ingram mark ingram is now in houston playing with the texans but like um their rush um their run offense obviously they still have jk dobbins they still have gus the bus edwards um but the ravens will be will be very good this year despite the fact that they have lost three of their top six sack producers in free agency obviously matt judon um went and signed with the period uh, the patriots yannick ngakwe signing with the Raiders and Jahad Ward signing with the Jaguars, but the Ravens bolstered their pass rush by drafting, obviously, like I said before, Odafe Awe in the first round. Obviously, I'm, I'm excited to see what will happen, but basically, do not count out the Baltimore Ravens. I think they'll be very, I think they'll be very competitive in the off season, which is obviously they're usually very competitive in the in the in the new season. Not in the regular season, but I think that this time around they'll be very competitive in the off season. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is obviously Lamar. Ja- obviously, Lamar Jackson is one and three in the playoffs. Um, I think I'll, I'm going to end the pod right here. Thank you guys for listening. If you got to 56 minutes and counting, thank you guys for listening, man. We have a listener support segment, man. Like I said in the beginning of the of the podcast, help us, man, to get a new mic. Help us basically to be very, um, to do to actually do a good job, man. Create better content for you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, you can share it with your friends. Um, basically, we also have um, a, a, a voice comment section on anchor where you can actually send a voice comment also um we appreciate you guys for listening we appreciate the u.s audience obviously this is your sport and um 33 of our, of our audience is from the u.s and um, we appreciate you guys for listening to every single episode um we appreciate you guys for everything um follow me on twitter at pablo Iconero. i'm actually going to change that i don't know even i um i'll, I'll tell you guys in the next episode well, what i what i changed my, my 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 twitter account to but in the meantime follow me on twitter at pablo Iconero. follow me um, follow the pod on 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 Twitter at Third World Pod. Follow the pod on Instagram at Three RD World Perspective. Um, share the pod. Um, we can't wait for, for the season to start. Obviously, we'll release more episodes before the season. But um, this is another NFL episode for you guys. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And um, shout out to you guys, man, for listening. Um, we'll see you guys in the next one.